I want you to be able to start getting obsessed with your own life. If you catch yourself always looking around and feeling like everybody has it better than you, or that there's so many things that you want, but you don't have, like, how can you get obsessed with your own life? I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we're going to talk about why not everyone gets the romantic relationship that they want. And this is the thing that no relationship coach or most humans in general want to say or admit. And this truly, this is not a popular opinion. I, I actually thought twice about even releasing this because, but but bear with me because I... <laughs> There is good news in this too. <laughs> so just hear me out. I, I I when some of these ideas come to me, they're almost like they're almost like downloads for for lack of a better term. I, I don't know what else to call them. Um, sometimes they come through and I used to not trust them. I used to not trust them and be like, oh, that's stupid. Like nobody wants to hear that. Nobody needs to hear that. Um, you know, e- even if it was something that I needed to hear in that moment, I'm like, oh no, like that's that doesn't make any sense for me to come out with that. And what I've come to learn over many years of business and many years of simply just existing as a human and learning more about myself too and about how to deal with these sort of downloads is that when they come to me, these ideas usually come to me for a reason and I'm usually not the only one who needs to hear it. So stick with me on this because there, there's, a lot, there's a lot to explore here. This is absolutely not a popular opinion. In fact, some people might argue that it is marketing suicide for me to even say this, that not everyone gets the romantic relationship that they want. But I am all about honesty, transparency here. You know this. I'm not going to bullshit you. I am very much an optimist who also recognizes some of the that some of the very significant and, and real realities that some people have that might be different from one person to another for a wide variety of reasons. And I'm, I think I'm telling you what, or I'm telling someone out there, what you might need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. And this, this idea about not everyone necessarily gets the romantic relationship they want. This is not what you'll read about in most books or magazines. It's not what you'll see in the Instagram memes. And it is definitely not what Disney would have us believe. Like we've literally been trained to feel incredibly dissatisfied and let down when the main character of, of a book or movie or whatever doesn't end up with their dream relationship by the end. Seriously. And, and I am one of those people. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> they didn't end up with like everything tied up in a beautiful little bow. Like we are 
dissatisfied, even potentially annoyed. <laughs> it's problematic. And and this is why this idea that not every single person gets the romantic relationship that they want it is one of so many reasons why building the relationship with yourself is so important. And you you are the one who is always going to be with you. You are the one you'll be getting out of bed with from now until death do you part. You are the one who has to take care of you on, on a very base level, like basic self-care, right? Like it, even if you're in the best relationship in the world, somebody else can't do that for you. You have to do that for you. And it is well within your power to make it a beautiful, healthy, nurturing, and fulfilling relationship, the one that you have with yourself. This is not to say that you will not call in the incredible relationship. That is absolutely available to you. Doing the work on a relationship with yourself will also help you to open you, to welcome in a potential partner. Like the more you, you kind of do that work and and kind of work on having a little bit more of an open, receptive heart, you are going to be more welcoming for a partner. You're you're going to be able to trust it a little bit more when it arrives. There are so many incredible humans out there who can be a fantastic fit for you. And ask yourself, how can I be happy on my own as well to enjoy the journey? I've talked about this before and I'll reference some some, uh, other episodes in the show notes, but I want you to to really sit with these questions, maybe even journal on some of these questions. How can you create more joy in your life today? Today, not just, you know, when this happens, when I make a certain dollar amount, when uh, I take a vacation or whatever. How can you create and infuse more joy into your life today? This is a question I ask clients all the time. What are the things you want to work towards for yourself? Are there parts of yourself that hold you back because you're trying to plan around a future partner who hasn't yet materialized? Again, sort of that I'll be happy when I will take the vacation when I will, you know, when something else that I don't currently have comes into my life or happens. Well, what if it never happens? And that's not to say that it won't, but we have to kind of play that game with ourselves a little bit because Are there parts of your life where you feel like, if you're being really honest with yourself, you're waiting to fully live until you have a partner? Instead, like how can you create more fulfillment in your life right now? Because the irony is that when we create a more fulfilling life for ourselves, we become more of ourselves. We we become more of who we are that is sometimes just sort of like buried under some layers. It's, it's like a remembering in a lot of ways, both becoming and remembering. That to me, they're, they're two parts of, of the same equation. We become who we really are when we remember and, and almost unlearn some of the parts that were buried. And I am not, I do not want this to be mistaken, I am not sitting here and telling you it will happen when you least expect it. Because while I think that that can be true for some people, that is not helpful advice. Like, I kind of think that's bullshit sometimes. Yes, I have seen that play out both in my own life in in really beautiful ways and, and in other people's lives sometimes too. But honestly, single people have it pretty rough sometimes. Let's just call this out, okay? single people are usually simultaneously told you're trying too hard. Uh, You're not putting yourself out there enough. 
it will happen when you least expect it. You know, you're too, you're too much of this. You're not enough of that. Like no matter who you talk to, you're being told completely contradictory statements in a lot of ways. And dating can be an absolute mindfuck for so many people. And it can take a massive amount of time, energy, effort, and potential heartbreak in the search for the right partner. And I also want to add that in the right relationship, a lot of things can become easy. It's not to say that there won't still be hard moments and hard work involved, of course, but with the right person in a mutually reciprocal relationship, there's so much magic. You are normal and healthy and human for desiring a beautiful, intimate relationship with a partner. It can open up and expand us in whole new ways. And romantic and sexual connection with with someone who is really good for you and, and, you know, mutually so, feeds your soul in a different kind of way than other relationships do. So what, but what I am saying is that every single person, whether you are single or in a relationship, would benefit from creating a happier and more fulfilling life for yourself. Learning to accept yourself a little bit more and enjoying the journey of who you are becoming. Everyone deserves to experience that. The, the, the sensation of being comfortable in your own skin, both literally and metaphorically, like noticing how damn far you've come in every single way and being so proud of yourself for how much courage you show every day to get you to where you are. Being flexible in your thinking and adaptive to what life throws at you too. Because when we're very rigid in our thinking, we can fall into a lot of traps or patterns that don't serve us in a variety of different ways. If we can come up with this idea of being flexible, it's it's essentially your resilience, like your resilience of, of the mind. It's like, you know, you pull an elastic back and then you snap it. Eventually it comes back to its its center stage. And enjoying the exploration of yourself. And when you start to do all these things, you might actually discover that maybe what you thought you wanted might be different than what you had originally thought. And in a variety of, of different ways that can unfold beautiful new things, either with uh, somebody that you're already with, or maybe it opens you up to a new type of relationship that you wouldn't have anticipated or expected if you're single. Like, but... Ultimately, the fear of abandonment in relationships ultimately comes down to a fear of being abandoned by yourself. So how can you show up for you right now, no matter your relationship status? What do you need? How can you get excited about your own life? This tends to come down to one main question. How can you be happier with you? And how can you be happier within yourself? In what ways can you build a home for yourself from within that you can always come back to no matter what is going on around you? No matter what's happening in the world, no matter what's happening in your life, you have that sense of home from within. And I used to think that that was such a cliche. And I'd kind of roll my eyes and I wasn't even totally sure what it meant. Like I kind of pretended to, to myself that I knew what it meant, but I wasn't entirely certain what it meant. And then I went on a 
journey of discovery that involved literally moving across three different continents and uh, like, you know, shifting geographical homes and not even really having a home. And I still don't actually at this moment have my own technical home. <laughs> I keep moving around a lot. Um, it's and it's it's fine, but I'm working towards something a little bit different. Anyway, the the entire point is that I kind of had to learn to find home from within. And that's also an ongoing journey for any of us. You know, you you don't, that is part of the journey. You don't just reach a certain point of uh, self-development or self-acceptance or a certain point in a relationship or whatever, whether it's a relationship with somebody else or with yourself and go, okay, I'm good. I'm done now. <laughs> that's just not how it works, right? So it is part of an ongoing journey and exploration. And I want you to be able to experience that to start getting obsessed with your own life in a lot of ways. If you catch yourself always looking around and feeling like everybody has it better than you, or that there's so many things that you want, but you don't have, like, how can you get obsessed with your own life? What are some of the ways that you can start doing that? And in a really joyful way, not in a, oh, I have to kind of way, but like, I actually fucking love this. Like this, this thing brings me so much joy that I make sure to include in my day every day. Something as simple as um, enjoying a few moments of silence with your cup of coffee in the morning or um, getting in, you know, like a beautiful walk or it, it, it can be anything. It can be the most simple moments. And the biggest part that we can play there is to notice them to notice what's happening around us. Okay. So let me know how this goes. I feel like I always finish every episode with that, but I always love to get feedback. So I really do love the feedback. Whenever anybody says sends me feedback, I love it. So please tell me what you like, what you don't like, what you want more of. Uh, if there are questions, topics I can cover, please let me know. I put out this episode every week for you, not for me. So <laughs> tell me what you would like more of, and I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much. Make sure to check the show notes. I've got a bunch of references in there for you with other episodes, and we'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me, and I'm so grateful. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.